0: That's S T D A V I D S S -S F dot org. Now, here's Sunday's message. Good morning.
1: morning. morning. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So, what powerful words we hear in today's gospel message? Take heart. Get up, he is calling you. Jesus is calling you, Jesus is calling me, Jesus is calling all of us. As we read in today's gospel, Jesus instructs the crowd that he is traveling with to summon the poor blind beggar, Bartimaeus. And as Bartimaeus comes close to Jesus, Jesus asks him, what is it that you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus tells Jesus that all he wants is to see again. And with those words, Jesus tells Bartimaeus, go, your faith has made you well. Is it really that simple? All we have to do is keep the faith, answer the call of Jesus, and then we are made well? Well, figuratively speaking, yeah, it really is that simple. But we all know that in reality, answering the call of our maker and stepping in to the healing grace of God can be anything but simple. So what holds us back from answering Jesus' call for off, and offer for healing? What holds us back from flinging off our cloaks of security like Bartimaeus did and following Jesus? What keeps us and our society from, healing, the, from the healing presence of the Lord? I, of course, don't have an easy answer for this question or these questions because in all honesty, I can't completely answer them for myself. I do know that healing is a lifelong process. It involves our whole selves, our body, mind, and spirit. Indeed, these are many parts of who we are, many parts of our one body, all interconnected and interdependent, one onto the other. We can't have a true healing of our bodies if we don't also heal the emotional and spiritual impact of whatever has ailed us. And likewise, we can't expect our physical being to perform at full capacity, whatever that full capacity is for each of us, if we are not caring for our spiritual and emotional selves as well. Taking the thought of one body and many parts even further, Can any of us be wholly healed if even one of us is suffering? As Christians, the answer to this question must be no. So again, I ask what keeps us from throwing off our clothes, answering the call, and leaning into the healing presence of our Lord? The story of Bartimaeus teaches us about faith and healing, not only of our own personal selves but of our society as a whole. It is a story of courage in the face of adversity and shows us the divine love and mercy that Jesus embodies in every healing miracle, in every meal he has eaten with society's outcast and with every act of kindness bestowed. (coughs) In my mind's eye, I can picture Bartimaeus sitting on the side of the road, wrapped in his cloak, a blind beggar who lived on the very margins of society. Just like I can picture the all too familiar people sitting outside of our <coughs> homeless shelters, or our grocery stores, or on the side of our freeways, and even outside the restaurants that we dine in, praying for our leftovers. I can imagine upon hearing the approaching crowd, is sitting up just a little bit taller, as his blind gaze goes towards the crowd that is coming towards him. And I can hear Bartimaeus as he cries out in a loud voice in his faith, believing with his whole self, literally sight unseen, in the healing presence that he feels drawing nearer. Bartimaeus believes that this person, who he has never seen, can restore his sight. So he calls out to Jesus in a loud voice saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. But the crowd rebuked Bartimaeus, telling him sternly to be quiet. Only Bartimaeus refused to be silenced and cried out even louder, son of David, have mercy on me, until Jesus heard him over the mob. Jesus sends the mob and says, bring him here. So they go to Bartimaeus and they say, take heart, get up. He is calling you. Upon hearing these words, Bartimaeus springs to his feet, he throws off his cloak, and he surrenders to the healing presence that Jesus was and Jesus is. Jesus asks Bartimaeus, what is it that you want me to do for you? My teacher, he says, let let me see again. Jesus' only words upon hearing Bartimaeus' response are, go forth. Go, your faith has made you well, but Bartimaeus doesn't go. In gratitude and thanksgiving, he follows. This is a story of empowerment. The empowerment that we find in the show of a person's active and living faith. The empowerment of knowing that we are all worthy regardless of what the crowd around us says. And it is the story of knowing that our voices are to be heard and never to be silenced. This is the story of the transformation that happens in our lives when we accept in partnership the outreach hand of our savior, and when we center ourselves in God's promise and healing light of salvation instead of in the darkness of negative talk and groupthink mentality. When we center our message and our voices in the healing and loving voice of Jesus, we center ourselves in the middle of where the true power lies. As our collective voice of faith becomes louder, the healing power and light of Christ is made known to all through our active show of faith. As we silence the the deafening sound of social pressures that surround us, we let go of the very systems that keep us stuck in the stagnant and paralyzing space of fear. I invite us all to take a moment and think of the crowd that surrounds us, on any given day. And that crowd that tries to silence our cries for help and for healing, and our claim for a society that is just and fair for all members. What is it that holds you back from throwing off your cloak and fully following Jesus and ignoring that crowd? Today, this very minute, what is your cloak? In my own life, I have been graced with much healing, None of it, however, has been easy. And for so many years, I could not accept God's offer of healing because the pain within me was so deep. Grief and loss and regret seized my heart. The voices of negative self-talk born of messages from my past kept me from living in the light of today. Memories of times gone by promised to steal my future by keeping me locked in a past that could not be changed, locked in the forever wonderings of what if and if I had only done this instead of that. These memories fell, fed myself doubt and attacked my sense of self-worth. They kept me from seeing anything good about myself, especially the perfect love of Jesus Christ that lived within me. These self disparaging thoughts kept me from throwing off my clothes Following Jesus, in essence, these thoughts were my quote. I, unlike Bartimaeus, allowed myself to be silenced. Over time, it became easier for me to believe these untruths than to do the hard work of changing them. Because changing them meant I had to change the crowd I was hanging around with. I had to change my habits. I had to change my way of thinking. I had to step into an active partnership with my maker. Changing meant that I had to let go of what had become familiar, as familiar as an old cloak. How could I possibly love my neighbors myself when I couldn't even love myself? How could I live into the light of Christ when I was doing everything in my power to extinguish that very light? Just like it was up to Bartimaeus to get up and go towards the healing light of Jesus, I too had to get up and go towards that light. We all have to get up and go towards that light. Over the years, I have come to believe that what other people think about me really isn't any of my business. If I am following the light of Christ, if I am doing with my whole self what I believe the Lord's mission is for us to do, what else really matters? Sometimes people want to silence us because they are afraid. They are afraid to hear a familiar truth about themselves in the sharing of our stories. They are afraid to see and embrace their own brokenness. But you see my friends, we are all broken. God knows this, and this is why God came to us incarnate in Jesus Christ, to show us the way towards healing and wholeness, not only of ourselves, but for the whole body of Christ. It is the lessons of Jesus' healing ministry that reveal to us the way we are to be in this world. Bartimaeus shows us in today's reading what living courageously into our faith can do by not letting the naysayers silence our cries for healing and our demands for equity and justice for all. In the healing of Bartimaeus, Jesus shows us once again that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. In this healing, Jesus not only gives sight back to the poor blind beggar, Jesus also gives new sight to the whole crowd and to all of us by teaching them and us the way of love and the way we are to embrace all of our brothers and sisters, not just those who are in our own personal circles. Friends, we do not need to fear fully living into this way of being because we are never alone. God is with us always. We need not fear living wholly and completely into our faith and our baptismal covenant of loving our neighbors as ourselves and boldly striving for justice, peace, and dignity for all people because God is always with us. As we work towards dismantling the structures and systems of racism in our society, that keep us from truly living into our baptismal covenant, we need not fear throwing off our familiar cloaks of individualism, capitalism, and groupthink mentality because we are already fully clothed in the guiding light of the Spirit, in the healing love of Christ. We need not fear because we are never alone. God is with us. And as we hear God speak to us through Isaiah, the prophet of old, saying, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be distressed, for I am your God. I give you strength. I give you hope. I support you with my victorious right hand. My friends, we are never alone. God is with us in the here and now, in this very second. So take heart. Get up. Throw off your cloaks, for God is calling us for such a time as this. Amen. Amen.